Hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you in the name of Jesus. We bless you for your word. Once again, your people have gathered to receive from you a fresh word from the oven of heaven. Fresh bread, the bread of life. We thank you for the revelation in Jesus' name. I pray, amen. Hallelujah. We've been dealing with a series of violent faith. And today we're talking about violent faith for time-bound miracles. Now, when I talk about time-bound miracles, it's a miracle that you give a definite date, time, year, or hour. Amen. The kind of miracles that you need to give a definite date. It could be tomorrow by this time. Next year by this time. By next two years by this time. Or six hour time. Or in hours time. The same hour time. And this kind of miracles are commanded by violent faith. And you and I know violent faith is simply taking it by force. Amen. Amen. Let's go to our key verse. Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. And the violent, that means those who are violent, and being violent is being violent in the spirit. People who are violent in the spirit, not in the physical. Amen. And God wants his children to be violent in the spirit. And the violent take it by force. They take it by force. And that is the power of violent faith. Hallelujah. We are going to see another group of people. Last week we talked about a blind man who used violent faith to change his destiny was able to break a curse that had been with Jericho for years, thousands of years. And today, we're going to look to another group of people who use violent faith to change their destiny and the economic situation of a nation. And they brought liberty to their nation. Turn with me to 2 Kings chapter 7. I'm reading from verse 1. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. 
Thus says the Lord, tomorrow about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two seers of belly for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be? And he said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. And there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. And they rose at twin light to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the asket of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. Amen. Say violent fate. God spoke through a man of God in a time that the economic situation of Samaria was very dark. There was scarcity. There were no folk to extend that everything eatable people ate them including even women making arrangements to kill their own children so that they could survive that should tell you to the extent that the famine was people could not survive there was no fall. And it came to the point that some women have to make special arrangements. Even though we are not witches, let's make some arrangement for us to die. We'll kill one of our children and the next day we'll kill your own. Amen. And after one of them who was stupid agree for her child to be slaughtered and killed, then the other woman said, no, I'm not stupid. I will not give up my children. And this became a subject that came before the king's court. Amen. And then the king said, so do we have a man of God in this city that we have set a situation? You know, there are some things 
It will take only the hand of God, not the hand of politicians. Politicians can budget, they can, they can speak, they can promise, but it takes the hand of mighty God to bring it to pass. I remember in our own nation here, Ghana, there was a time we were looking for oil. They've done everything from government to government, having the set GMPC, and so they couldn't find oil in special uh, in a large uh, quantity or commercial quantity. Tried everything, spent money. We bought rigs, roaming about looking for oil, but still. But God revealed to me how Ghana can they can discover oil in commercial quantity. And I share it with the then president there, Kufo, and God by his own wisdom the oil came. We discover oil in 2007. Amen. So there are some things. You know, sometimes the politician will spend money. But God knows how to bring about the change that the people are looking for. And so it is very important that you work hard. It's very important that you do everything possible that is required of you. You have to work hard. You have to move about. But you still need to depend on God. So that was the situation. So the king said, he said Do we have a prophet in this nation? Amen. Hallelujah. And then Elisha responded and said, Tomorrow by this time, they will sell one bag of rice, one peswa. Then the minister of agriculture said, Ah, uh, how can this be possible? This prophet, they talk anyhow. Even if God makes windows in heaven to pour rice, to pour flour, it's not possible. Then the man of God said, you will see it, but you will not taste it. You will see it happening with your naked eyes. You see, when it comes to faith, it's a false. Everybody say, faith is a false. The man of God was speaking out of faith. He was not speaking according to what he could see in the physical realm. Faith is a spiritual force that makes things happen. So the minister of agriculture, maybe he belonged to the Freemasons or one of the lodges. One of the lodges. So to him, he couldn't see things spiritually. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Here we're talking about the power of God. Not the power of men to manipulate. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, when the man of God spoke the word of God, you see, 
faith always goes with action. The Bible says that faith without works is dead. So the man of God released the force of faith. But somebody should activate the force of faith through action. By believing and moving. And here we have some leopards. These leopards were staying outside the city. Because leprosy is considered as contagious disease. They were not allowed to mingle with the people. And here they were. There was famine. There was drought. No food. So their relatives, or I mean their people, the family people, they couldn't bring them forward. Because the people in the city, they can't feed themselves. They can't find food. So these leopards were starving to death. Nothing was coming. Nobody cared about them. But they sat down and said, no, we have to do something. Hallelujah. You see, no matter what you find yourself, you can do something about it. Hallelujah. I said you can do something about your situation. You don't just look at every situation as impossible. As a believer, you should know that God can make a way where there is no way. Hallelujah. And that itself is an act of faith. That is an act of faith. And therefore, as a child of God, don't rule out impossible situation at that is the end. Believe God. I said God will make a way. God can make a way. God can change the situation. So don't just throw your hands to the air and say that is the end of it. There is nothing I could do anymore. You need to believe that God can do something about it. God has the solution. And this solution can only come to pass in impossible situation. The only way out is violent faith. Turn to somebody and say violent faith. Now, that is the point that nothing could be done. Humanly possible. And when you come to that point, it is the beginning of a greater miracle to happen to you. Hallelujah. Until you come to the point that you have no solution. Humanly, it is impossible. There is nothing you could do. That is the beginning of God's supernatural work into your life. If you believe it, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, these lepers said, let us apply violent faith. 
And that is, if I perish, I perish. If I perish, I perish. It is not a desperate situation. But it's an act whereby you totally put your trust in the hands of God. If you are here and you've come to a point, you've come to a place and you think you cannot do anything about your situation, just trust God. Put your trust in him. God will not fail you. And say faith will not fail you. Hallelujah. Let's read the same scripture, 2 Kings chapter 7. Let's read verse 5. Now let's uh, um, verse 3 going, sorry, verse 3. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? And that is in any situation, in any circumstance that you think there is no way, begin to ask yourself questions. So they, they said, but we can't sit here and die. You cannot sit in that situation and wait for your end. You can do something. I say you can do something. Hallelujah. Don't just say, and so, what should I do? He said, we cannot sit here. No, this situation should not continue. Something could be done. Hallelujah. And that means they had discovered the key. You see, when you want to walk out of anything that is considered impossible, the first key is to begin to say, there is a way out. In every situation, God has the key. Hallelujah. In number four, if we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. You know, the accounts have a word, Nkosi, Nkosi, Nkoda, Nkoda. Amen. It, it means you have no choice. But I'm here to tell you when anytime you come to a place you have no choice. God has the solution. I say God has the solution. God has solution. You need to believe that God has the solution. So these people said well if we go to the city, the famine is in the city. It will chase us there. And if we sit here, we will die. And if we go there, that is the Syrians' camp. And the Syrians, they have a lot of food. 
They have a lot of provision. The soldiers, they have a lot of provision. So, we will go to their camp. Sometimes, you need to take your destiny into your hands. Through the word of God. And believe that the Lord is my strength and my light. Whom shall I fear? You know, when you're walking in violent faith, what you should say to yourself is that I'm not afraid of any situation. I'm not afraid of any situation. I'm not afraid of any person. And this is what these people came to. Okay. If we go to the city, we have nothing to eat. Even if in the city, we are outcasts because we, are, we have this disease, they will not admit us. And if we sit here, we will die. So don't sit in your situation as if you cannot do anything about it. Don't sit. Sometimes the business becomes standstill and you think there is nothing you could do about this business. There is something you, you can do. I said there is something that God can do. Hallelujah. Sometimes the marriage has become standstill and you think there is nothing you could do. I'm here to tell you that there is something that God can do. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's about your finances and you've come to a place and you think there is nothing I can do to change it. But I'm here to tell you in the name of Jesus that there is something you can do to change it. God created us as an agent of change. Turn to somebody and say you are an agent of change. We are not like animals. We are not like dogs. But we are people that everywhere in any situation we find ourselves we bring a change. Is that true? It's natural with human beings. Amen? So you should see yourself as an agent of change. If you find yourself in any situation, don't think, I cannot change. I cannot do anything about it. So, okay, let me wait and die. No. There is something you can do. Hallelujah. And you should begin to dream about your next level. You should begin to dream about when you are out, what is going to happen. Listen to me. Even if you are put into prison, your imagination is not in prison. Out of prison, people have come out with great books. Great books were written through prison. You see, some of the scriptures we read, most of Paul's episodes were written when he was in prison. And today, we are benefiting. At a time that the authority thought Paul was too much, let's put him into prison. While he was in prison, he started writing epistles. He started sending out letters. And today, those books 
have become our treasures. Are you with me? So there is no position that you think that's the end of me. You were made as an agent of change. And you can change it. I say you can change it. I say you can change it. Though people may think there's nothing you could do. There is something that you can do. Because God gave you brains. He gave you imaginations. There are things you can sit down. Even in your prison walls. And begin to dream outside. So. You need to believe. That I can change the situation. And I'm an agent of change. Put your hands together for the Lord. So these lepers, they were restricted to go to the city. When they go to the city, they will not admit them. Say, come on, get back. And if they are to stay in their situation, they will die. So, they decided to apply the force of violent faith. If I perish, I perish. Put your hands together for the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. In verse 6. Now here, another point is that, you see, when you walk in faith, God will orchestrate the miracle. Write it down. And say it with me. If I walk in faith. God will orchestrate my miracle. Don't sit down and think how things are going to change. That is reason. Jesus said we should not reason among ourselves. Reason brings doubt. But faith means I'm putting my total trust in God. God knows what to do. God knows how to change it. Though I may not know how it could happen, God knows what he could do. He knows what to do. Amen. So these people started they plugged in the force of violent faith. Now we'll go to the Syrians camp. These were the Syrians they had besieged the whole Samaria. They were strong army. You don't joke with them. They can kill you. They can do anything to you. But these four lepers decided we will face them. No the Syrian army were 10,000 and the lepers were only four men. But they said, it doesn't matter. We believe with the force of violent faith, we will chase. Because we believe with faith, one will chase 1,000 and two will chase 10,000. That, that is faith mentality. If you want to walk in faith, that should be your mind. That is not by your own strength. 
that if possible, angels will come down and fight for you. If you walk in faith, you, you, don't, you don't begin to have your own plans or think about what is going to happen next. Peter was in prison. It was impossible. But when the church prayed through faith, God sent an angel to release him. How it happened? Peter even thought that he was dreaming. When the angel came and removed him, he thought he was still in a dream. But what happened? He came out, then he said, now I know. At the things that I was dreaming, it wasn't just a dream. God is going to surprise you. Turn to somebody and say, God is going to shock you. Oba shock you. God will shock you. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. So these lepers started marching to the Syrian camp. Left, right. Left, right. There were only four lepers. But you see, when you walk in faith, God will orchestrate the miracle. God will orchestrate the situation to your favor. So these people started walking left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. And the Bible says God orchestrated the sound of their feet. God amplified it. The left, right, left, right, left, right, 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 right. And the Syrian army heard it. Hey, we are in trouble. We are in trouble. I say your enemies will be shocked. I say your enemies will be shocked. Your enemies will be shocked. When they think they have finished with you, when they think they have stopped you, when they thought it is all over, when they thought the situation had been completed and your destruction is final, they will hear the sound of your feet. They will hear the sound of your feet. They will hear the sound of your feet. Come on, put your hands together. I say you will shut. You will shut them in the name of Jesus. Hey! Hey! They are coming up. Thousands of soldiers. But it was only four men. Lepers. Left, right. Left, right. Left, right. Left, right. And God amplified. Your enemy will hear something. And you will be running. I said even when you are not chasing him. He will be running. I say, even when you are not chasing him, he will be running. The force of violent faith. Taking it by force. They said, we will go. We'll go to the Syrian camp. And we will take their food. 
by force. Whether they like or not, we are going there. And we'll take their food by force. Hallelujah. Now let's, let's read something. Let's see what happened. Amen. Verse 6. Five, verse five, and they rose at twin light to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, said to my surprise, God will surprise you. I said, God will surprise. You. The things that you are afraid of, you'll be surprised that you wake up, it's not there. The pain that has been tormenting you, you're surprised you wake up, by faith, it's gone. The people that have been torturing you, you'll be surprised. You see, when God is fighting your battle, sometimes you don't even know what is going on. Things that you have not even planned. God will put it in place. Because you walked in violent faith. Say violent faith. Violent faith. Violent faith. faith. Hallelujah. And as children of God, that is why we need to know all kinds of faith so that we can apply them to our situation. They got there and they were surprised. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. To their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrian to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore they arose and fled. And Tim lied and left the camp intact. Their tents, their horses, their donkeys, they fled for their lives. And when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried from it silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. Hallelujah. When they entered into one tent, fresh food, jollof and rice. You see, God orchestrated the situation to a extent. He waited for the Syrian army to prepare their food. Some had prepared fufu with a bank coin 
fufu and granite soup, fufu and palm nut soup, fufu and lye soup. Some have prepared akane with the best okra soup. Still, amen. They just at the time they were going to eat. You see, say this God, you cannot beat him in wisdom. Hallelujah. And that is why you need to lean on the understanding of God, not your own understanding. So the lepers went there. They were very hungry. Food and drink. They ate our and there were money also. I prophesy that by the end of this month, the Lord will give to you what you did not even work for. May the blessings of the Gentile come to you in the name of Jesus. People will walk to you and say, Oh, I remember I'm owing you. I said, do I, I, I can't remember. Oh, yes, yes. You just take it. There's going to be a surprise package for you. I said, God is going to surprise you. God is going to shock you, bro. I said, God is going to shock you. God is going to shock you. Miracles will happen. Things will happen that you have no idea. God will shock you. God will shock you. In business, somebody will just approach to you. I'm telling you that with violent faith, things are going to happen. I say things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. And things, good things you have not planned. It's not even in your budget. God will bring it to you. Hallelujah. They went to another tent. They had money, clothing, and they were surprised. God is about to give to you the spoils of the Gentiles. I said, God is about to give to you the spoils of the unbelievers. And I prophesy to you that you are going to see it. Hallelujah. So after they've eaten, drank, and they were full, packed money, silver, gold, clothing, everything, they sat down. Then they said, no, uh, we don't have to be selfish. This is a good news. Say good news. You see, when you walked in faith, every booty, every blessings that comes, it's for you to share with others. It's not only for yourself alone. So the sat down and said, no. we have to go to the city. We have to go to the city. And these are people that have been bound. They've been bound not to come to the city. 
because they were considered that people with contagious disease. They were not allowed by law. And by law, before they could come, they have to show themselves to the priest. The priest have to examine them, turn them round, and check it. You know, when Jesus healed the lepers, he said, go and show yourself to the priest. And then the priest will issue a certificate. But what this? Because this man were, these men were operating through violent faith. They didn't need no certificate. They just walked to the king's palace. Hey, you people are not supposed to come here. So we've come here. We have good news. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, no, but why are you here? We are here. We have good news. We are agents of change. You see us as lepers, but we are agents of change. In the name of Jesus, may people who look down upon you begin to look up to you for solution. May people who thought you are nobody may you become their consultant. May people who thought that at the end of you may they come to you for solution. I see God doing a new thing in your life. I say I see God doing a new thing in your life. I see God doing a new thing in your life. You know, people with leprosy are people that, you know, they were looked down. They were outcasts. They were not even allowed to talk. When they come, they have to be far away. And when they are coming close, you have to wear a bell. And the bell should ring. Blind, blind, unclean, unclean, unclean. Then somebody will know that, no, 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 I don't have to get close. But this time, God turned the situation around. And these people were carrying food. And people did not care. With their leprosy, they were carrying food. And people did not care. Because God has changed their story. God has changed their life. God has changed their situation. God has changed their destiny. I see your destiny be changed. The people who are running away from you, they will come to you for solution. People who look down upon you, they will embrace you. People who didn't want to say Atu, they will walk to you and say, Oh, Atu, I see it happening now. Say violent fate. Violent fate. Violent fate. A time bound miracle. And, and then the king said, ah, This story. It sounds so, you see, the king had no faith. But this man had faith. That's what makes the difference. If you walked in faith, you don't need to be afraid of any situation. Hallelujah. Now let's read. God will make a way where there seems to be no, he works in ways we cannot. 
one another, we are not doing right. This day is a day of good news. And we remain silent if we wait until morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now therefore come, let us go and tell the king's household. So they went and called to the gatekeepers of the city and told them, saying, we went to the Syrian camp and surprisingly, no one was there. Not a human sound, only horses, donkeys tied and the tent intact. And the gatekeepers called out and they told it to the king's household inside. So the king arose in the night and said to his servant, let me now tell you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we are hungry. Therefore, they have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, when they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city. You see, a king with no faith. God has cooked the thing. And this is what happened to many believers. There are miracles are waiting. But because of what? Lack of faith. God has cooked the thing. The people have cooked food. They've left all their stores. The horses and donkey to carry it. God has even provided. But say, the king, maybe some of the intelligent officers, no king, it may be a strategic move by the Syrians. We, we, we need to be careful and calculate. You know, it could be they've, they've gone, you know, so that one will come in. Meanwhile, God had cooked the miracle. Turn to somebody and say, God has cooked your miracle. God has cooked your miracle. It's waiting for you. Your miracle is waiting. Whatever miracle you are believing God, it has been cooked. And, and look at the king. And, and this. You know, because the king was operating under what? Reasoning. And that's why Jesus said, don't reason among yourself. The king was reasoning. Hey, you see, it's, it's a tactical move. And, and, and it's a plan to get. Meanwhile, God had cooked. Cooked food was waiting. Provisions waiting. Horses and donkeys to carry them. What else? I say, what else? Hallelujah. But finally, the king sent some scout and they confirmed it that the thing is true. And they brought the folk to Samaria. Within one day, and the king said distribution should be made. And just imagine people who have starved several years. I remember those days, Ghana, when, when uh, there was a queue, everything. You queue for milk, you queue for toilet roll, you queue for everything. Sometimes you are just walking and you see a queue, you don't even know what they are saying. 
you also go and join. And then you find out, what, 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 what are we keen for? Psychologically, people's mind became queuing mentality. I remember one time, I, w- I, I came to Accra here, and I passed through some place. I saw some queue and some stones there. I also, I, I took position. Then I asked, what is it? Then they said, oh, it's uh, uh, Russia, Russia, uh, this uh, uh, Peugeot. Uh, it, it's going to Russia. Oh. You just joined. It's a trot trot to Russia. And I, I did. That was my first time even hearing that in Accra here they have Russia. Russia. Uh, they don't say Russia. Russia. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Amen. There were a queue and some stones there, so I also took position. Waiting. What, what is it? That's, oh, it's, it's Russia car. Russia. Put your hands together for the Lord. So this will inform you that there are things God had already cooked them. God had already cooked them. Your baby is already cooked. Your marriage is already cooked. Your building is already cooked. All that you need is to take them by faith. Put your hands together for the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when they were asked to distribute the items, the king appointed the minister of agriculture. The man who said, it can never happen. You see, I always get worried when you hear people who don't believe. Everything, I don't have money. It's too expensive. You check it, people with this language. It's not necessary. It's not important. I can't do it. Oh, it can never be done. Watch them. They cannot bring any change into your life. Are you with me? When you hear people speaking like that, no matter whether they are pastors, whether they are politicians, they have what we call grasshopper mentality. When you hear people speaking all the time about the impossible, they have what? Grasshopper mentality. I used to have a friend who was a pastor. He was my, he was my closest friend when he was in Nigeria. My wife knows me. But, you know, everything. Oh, no, 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 no. It's too expensive. Don't take that risk. It's too risky. And up to now, he's not been able to do anything. But this is somebody, he's so anointed. But his language is too bad. You must see yourself as an agent of change. 
that you operate by the supernatural power of God, not that of men. So no matter what, you will bring a change. To your father's house, you will be an agent of change. And people will look up to you and they say, hey! Amen! So this lepers and just imagine, they became heroes. People that were not allowed to enter the city. They gave them special seat, I believe. And the newspapers captioned our heroes. The TV discussed about them. Thank God for the lies of those four lepers. Very soon your name will be mentioned in high places. People will mention your name and give praises to God. I said people will mention your name and, and, and they will sing praises to God. Because you become an agent of what? Change. Even if your father cannot see anything good or, or your father does not believe that you can make it, believe that you can make it. When people write you off, write your own story. When people say you don't matter, make sure every decision is about you. You will sit down and make decisions for them. Hallelujah. I tell you, God is going to shock people. Turn around and say, see. See me. God is going to shock people. Oba shockbo. Oba shockbo. Oba shockbo. People will hear about you. And they will say, what happened? What happened? Because it's going to be 24 hours. It's going to be six months. It's going to be one year. The man of God said, Tomorrow by this time, things are about to change. I said, Things are about to change. It will be like a dream. The whole nation, it was like a dream. Within 24 hours, we haven't seen anything like this. Who are those people who made it happen? And, and, and the lepers, and the lepers, they looked at them. So, hey! So this lepers brought this change. I'm here to tell you, it's your time to excel. It's your time to shock people. It's your time to surprise others. True violent faith through violent faith. And then the Bible says when distribution was being made there was stampede. People were trodden upon others. And the minister of finance uh, sorry, the minister of agriculture who said it cannot happen. It's not possible. Even if God 
You know, he was relying on his own economic knowledge, theory, principle. But there's God who can change everything. There was stampede. They tread upon him. He saw the food. But he died. You see, doubt will not bring you to your dream. Sometimes you can see it, but you will not taste it. And that is why you need to walk in faith and believe God that God is able to make all things abound. And through faith, I will change my destiny. Because God is all and in all. 